Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. We are comedians living in Hollywood bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. And we're on the road to WrestleMania, or maybe a flight to WrestleMania. I don't know. Haven't booked it yet. Oh, wow. It's almost the Greyhound bus to WrestleMania, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No number twos. <laughs> you can. You can go. They have a. They do have a toilet seat. It's frowned upon. You think so? Well, yeah. I'm sure they have a toilet seat, but, you know, the fan that they have, it's just blowing back uh, all the all the shit wind. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, the the... The vent in the bathroom of a Greyhound bus just goes right into the cabin for everybody else. Yeah, your little air conditioner's up above you like in a plane. It's just, it's just you know, just, just one, straight farts. One consistent fart. Just one long. <sighs> and you're sitting there sleeping with your mouth open. Just going right in your mouth. You got to floss once you get off a of Greyhound. Oh, boy. I honestly, look, everybody I've known or have seen on a bus... When I you am on a grand bus, it sound like they died. No, they haven't <laughs> died, but they took a big shits when I've been on grand bus. I think it's uh, and the amount of Greyhound bus shits that I've had to experience that I haven't taken. Scott, you're overdue for one. You're welcome to use the toilet. So I should just take a Greyhound bus to WrestleMania to take a dump. You should just take a Greyhound bus to WrestleMania just to make sure you drop a Greyhound bus on the way. All right, all right, all right. Fair take, enough. Take pictures. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> these are with my pants around my ankles and my socks, and these are my knees. My shoes untied. <laughs> oh, shit. On LOL. the bathroom floor. A poop emoji with smiley face. It's all... <laughs> I'm learning emojis, Steve. <laughs> Have you been using them? I, no, I don't even know how to get them. I don't know how to put an emoji on my phone. I don't get it. Uh, The, the iPhone, presented by Apple... Has several options of emojis and icons for texting. Steve, I got a Galaxy. I don't know what to do with that. You've got a walking giant digital billboard in your pocket. That's you could watch movies on that thing. I know, I know. Have you watched anything on it? No. Yeah. Why would you? Why, why? No, I got I got an iPad right here. <laughs> I got a I got a Galaxy to keep track of the time for the show, and I got an iPad right here to write stuff down. And the closer you put it to the to your face, the bigger it is as a movie screen. That's right. So you need a big cardboard box that you put around you, and that's your movie theater. Yeah. And everybody's watching. Seat for one, sir. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Speaking of sadness and fulfilling that sadness with something that makes you happy, I've got something missing in my life. Pro Wrestling Loot. This episode is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code JERKS. That's J-E-R-K-S to get 10% off your first loot. Subscription service comes right to your door each and every month with new wrestling goodies every month. It's the best. You don't have to go out and go to Target and hope like, oh, do they have do they have wrestling shirts? Do they have And something? if they do have wrestling shirts, is it gonna be somebody I like? Yeah, is it oh, is it just Alberto Del Rio and it's you know him and Zeb Coulter and the Mex America stuff? It's like I don't I don't want that. It's just like looking at swatches for <laughs> for his million dollar car yeah and then you go oh well maybe i'll go buy a figure uh, maybe they have some cool figures and you look and you go oh zach Ryder. it's just a bunch of zach Ryder figures and there's not oh oh here's a duo pack hornswoggle and el torito oh that's not i, I mean I, su- the I, shield. I suppose they can fight each other but uh well maybe the legends will have something oh boy barry windham <laughs> oh wait a minute uh well uh-huh. maybe Ooh, Transformers. Good old Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Take the gamble with Pro Wrestling Loot, where fun stuff shows up each and every month straight to your door. Use the promo code JERKS to get 10% off your first loot. All right, some big announcements. Uh, I am doing a wrestling comedy show uh, WrestleMania weekend, uh, so I'll be giving out details a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little bit more about the contest with great prizes on the line. I can tell you some autographs are going to be uh, shipped out, some comic books. Uh, and also some subscriptions to wrestling. Yeah, that's right. We've done that before, and we're doing it again. Uh, Scott, the comedy show that he's going to be on for WrestleMania weekend, we went to a similar comedy show when we went to WrestleMania weekend True. in San Jose. And it was really funny, but both Scott and I were, like, gripping our chairs, wishing we were on stage also. And now Scott is on stage. True. I, I will be there. Um, names uh, announced so far, uh, Dalton Castle. And uh, Sammy Callahan from ROH. Oh, wow. And NXT and all that. So uh, there will be more names announced soon. So, uh, Do you guys, have you been talking to Mark E. Extremes people? Do you know if he's going to be there? 
I don't know if that guy could afford a ticket to go all the way out there. Oh, wow. I know a friend of the show, Shane Hartline, is going to be performing on the show. I, I'll just give details about the show now. I was going to wait until later. I think you should plug it each week. Well, yeah. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> like, you guys, the wonderful show we did in Dallas two weeks ago was really something. Because it's so good, I'm still hanging my hat on it. <laughs> uh, so, Why is my hat on the floor? <laughs> Uh, let me see. April 1st, Friday, 11 p.m. So that's after the NXT show. So you have plenty of time to make it if you're heading out to WrestleMania at the Dallas Comedy House in Dallas, Texas. Uh, the tickets are still available. All the proceeds, all the funds go towards a charity, uh, an animal dog. I don't know. Some paw thing. It was very clever. It was a very clever name. I have nothing to do with it. I don't know. All I know is I'm doing charity work. Huh? I, my first reaction is charity work, gross. But then when I think about people actually doing it, I'm like, yay, good. Yay, good. And you'll get some laughs while there. So, um, you know, they'll be serving drinks, and I think there's some food as well. Last year, there were some wrestlers in the crowd. So, like, it's a fun, uh, cool atmosphere. And like I said, um, popcorn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they had some pretty sweet popcorn. Uh, I know, uh, like I said, Dalton Castle and um, uh, Sammy Callahan are confirmed uh, from AfterBuzz TV and a former guest on the show. Christian Rosenberg will be performing the show, and uh, multiple-time guest of the show, Shane Hartline, uh, will be there. Uh, that many have said, boy, he, he looks like that Marky Extreme guy on from uh, On Your Mark. Yeah. Well, and Chris Pratt. Well. Yes. Chris Pratt, who now knows of Shane Hartline, who sent him a video back post-coital uh, in bed. Did Shane's video that he sent back, was that post-coital as well? I hope so. <laughs> no, no, no. Just look tired. Just <laughs> come on. Look tired. <laughs> no, baby. Come on. Just. Give me a little something. I gotta, I gotta match his energy. I'll look. I've must my hair. I've, I've got the mister on me. Ooh, look at this glow, huh? So yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun show. More names are set to be announced soon. I've been, I've been told who some of the names are. It's pretty cool. It sounds like it's gonna be a really fun show. So if you're in Dallas, come on out to the show and watch me fucking sweat and panic. It'll be great. But Scott's best when panicking. That's when the magic happens. Did you already say where it is? Uh, yes. The, oh, well, I did. No, hey, look, I'm... God damn it. <laughs> I should pay better attention. Uh, the Dallas Comedy House, and uh, I'll tweet out links, and it'll be on our Facebook, so if you want to buy tickets, buy tickets. Dalco Ho. They might go quick. And also our contest, uh, rate and review the show on iTunes. We're going to be doing some giveaways. I'll mail out whatever needs to be mailed. I'll email whatever needs to be emailed, but... Rate and review the show on iTunes. Do both. Send your submissions. Tweet it or email us. CurtainJerks at gmail.com. Poll names at random for some of those prizes. We're going to be giving away Lucha Underground Season 1. Also Season 2 on iTunes. Uh, and then some autographs and some comic books. Like I said, there will be a lot of prizes. So if you do that... Um, uh, well, you'll... Scott is a treasure trove of wrestling memorabilia yeah. and wonderfulness. I got a lot of stuff. So uh... What's the chance that someone could get an XFL jersey? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> fucking zilch oh man those are mine those are mine god damn it so the cutoff for that uh is uh let me see uh sunday april 10th that's an arbitrary date sunday april 10th i think that's great yeah so uh submit your stuff by then and we'll uh announce it uh the winners uh, via social media and all that stuff go and I know this is weird, Scott, but we are in my final three episodes in the Curtain Jerks family. After this and after WrestleMania, I'm going to be moving on and start making some movies. Fuck you. You're not fired. <laughs> Scott, look, I, we've talked about this a long time. I think we both agreed that you want me to leave. So no. I'm going to go. No. You're staying. <laughs> you signed a lifetime contract. How dare you? Uh, Scott and I have been talking about this a lot. I have really been trying to make movies for so long, and I... I'm getting to this point where I just don't have any time. And, like, I have to dedicate to this. This is what I'm in LA for. This is what I got to do when I have things lined up. But I don't want curtain jerks to suffer while I'm a part of it. So I will be back in uh, intermittent bursts or spurts, if you will. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. When I cry and plead on the phone, like, please come back. Yeah, of course. Please come back. It's weird to say it. Like, but this is the the farewell tour, the next three episodes. Uh, I... Yeah, listeners, I haven't uh, divulged this. Steve and I have been talking about it for a while. And it's, yeah, it's, I am trying not to cry now. I Yeah, I got super misty about it. But I, I, what I was thinking, what I wanted to tell you is like, part of it is like, I have to go to the new world to set up the farm. And then I can start sending grain back. Like the whole, like a big part of me wanting to make movies is like, 
I want to act and I want to act with Scott. I want us to be making this creative stuff like the Curtain Jerks movie or like this, the movies you hear me make up on the show. You're leaving to make the Curtain Jerks movie? Oh, God. Tweet about it. <laughs> but I like so much of it is if I can get something started, then I can pull Scott into it and we can get back to our old shenanigans. Jesus Christ, whoever says that. And then we can really dump this stupid show. <laughs> we can finally burn it to the ground. No, no, no. This is our biggest promotional tool that we have, Scott. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. This is how we reach the masses. The rest of the time, it's me and you yelling into soup cans. Yeah. <laughs> What's Compadres going to do for me? <laughs> Nothing. But I think, yeah. It's so weird to announce it. Like, we were debating, do I say it at the end of the episode or on the very last episode? I'd rather let you guys know. Like, yes, this is my road to WrestleMania. <laughs> no, it sounds right. Hey, you going to WrestleMania, Steve? No, I can't afford it. <laughs> damn it. Ah. Uh, but it's so funny. Like, it was really, I thought about it also. And even the only thing that could possibly top going to WrestleMania last year with you would be going to the next WrestleMania. But at the same time, the pinnacle was going to WrestleMania with you. Uh, in San Jose and recording and just like getting sunburned on the top of my scalp and just uh-huh. watching some amazing matches, you know, on a gigantic screen. <laughs> yeah, but there was two tiny ants fighting. The, like Brock Lesnar is really that big, even from a football field away. That's a queen ant. Oh, <laughs> of course. That was Paul Heyman and he was naked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's a. Uh, I am very thrilled for you. I know the listeners are as well like it's your creative mind that you know needs to flourish and be around and next year uh, jesus next week is the five-year jerk anniversary and when i was thinking about that i was like jesus five years we've been doing the show and whenever i tell other people that are in the podcast world of wrestling that you know uh i know and they go You've been doing that show for five years. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or like an indictment. I like to think of it as like an accomplishment. But it's like, like I, well, I've listened to half an episode and you kept doing it. You didn't grow out of wrestling. I've heard your show. <laughs> that's not over. You don't you don't do other things like you do the everybody walks in and talk about dick stuff like. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. It keeps us young. <laughs> but I mean. Like, we're doing it now, which should probably be three weeks from now. But the main thing is also, uh, like, Rocky Start. Like, we didn't know what we were doing at the beginning. And then it took a lot of cultivation. Mm-hmm. So I think I know that I'll always be comfortable on the mic with you. So I'm very grateful for that. But uh, this will get way worse in three weeks when it's, like, it's oh. the last one. Oh, post-WrestleMania? I'll be a fucking wreck. It's like, hold on, edit this part out. But Curtain Jerks will continue. Scott has always been the heart and masthead of this entire show. So I think it's going to be, it's the next iteration. Yes. This yeah. solo album. <laughs> who's, who's the worst Beatle? Oh, uh, George. Okay. No, he's not, right? It's Ringo. <laughs> no, everybody, trust me, was it? everybody no, hates Ma- George Harrison. It's McCartney's solo stuff that everybody's like, oh, God damn it. Dude, wings fucking treads, bro. That's what you say. No one else says that. <laughs> he did a he did a James Bond song, "Live and Let Die." Yeah, okay. I think that was Wings, wasn't it? I don't know. Live and let die. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we're we're figuring out what we're gonna do, and we're gonna be you know changing up the format and. uh it's uh, it's it's a different time, but it's been five years. If if you're not, pleased, oh my god, guys, oh, sorry, I'm late. Oh. Um, uh, Earl Hebner, if you don't mind, I was just I was doing a kind of a send off to what we're talking. No, about I, I know, I just I, I heard the terrible news and I just had to say something. Oh, also, you happen to hear the news as well? Yeah, it's isn't so, it so sad? It is so sad. Isn't it really I, devastating? It's so tragic and so devastating. TNA is hemorrhaging talent right now. Uh, well, you're right. I mean, that's true, but that's, that's not the really sad news that I was talking no, about. No, it's it's the worst news possible. Look, everybody's leaving. Kurt Angle's a free agent. Kurt Anderson, Kurt Anderson, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Anderson, until somebody said to FTNA in yeah, the yeah, house yeah, show Mr. for an IWC show. Yeah, the, yeah, it sounds... It sounds really rough. That uh, Mick Foley is back at WWE. He's been there forever, but you know, he was the hoppy <laughs> of the TNA. Sure, yeah. I mean, that was a while ago. But... Samoa Joe is with Nixt, and he used to be with Tna. Okay, yes, yeah, Samoa Joe's gone too. Yeah, there's 
There's a lot of guys that are. And I mean, you guys, if you think about it, AJ Styles really earned his stripes in TNA. You're right. AJ Styles made a name for himself, but he had been gone for a while too. He went to New Japan. I mean, uh, but there are other things more important directly to this show that are sad of of people leaving. Yeah, absolutely right. You're absolutely right because Bobby Wood <laughs> is now unsigned, and that means the internet community is in for a big tweet. And TNA's getting a big gaping hole in his heart. Again, Bobby Roode, good for him. He's been with the company, I think, 13 years now. And you know, he's moving on to something else. I mean, maybe if you do, after you do something for 13 years, you can leave. But I don't know. Five? What do you think, Earl? What do you, what do you think on that? I don't know. I mean, how long was Eric Young with TNA? Since the beginning, probably about 13 years as well. Yeah, but when did he get his wheel pushed? I mean, when was he really being recognized? <laughs> When was he really being what? Weaponized. One more time? Weaponized with the whackness. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Eric Young's done it all. He's done so many different... You're right. Skinny trunks. Super tiny mankini trunks. Mm-hmm. Gloves. Mm-hmm. Knee yeah. pads. Yeah. Shorts. Yeah. Beard. Mm-hmm. No beard. Mm-hmm. Hunting show. Mm-hmm. Uh, vest. Long trench coat vest with no sleeves. Uh-huh. The cape. A cape. Yeah, a cape. And it was a fishing show. It wasn't a hunting show. Hunting for fish. You're right. Agree to disagree unless you got a hook on your lip. A what? A hook in your lip. Did you say a hooker on my lip? Um, yes. <laughs> Agree to disagree unless I got that tasty, tasty glass in my mouth. Okay. Um. Well, no, Earl, the sad news we're talking about is co-host Steve Sears has only got three episodes left with us here at Curtain Jerks. What are you bumming around with that queer for? <laughs> One more time? What are you bumming around with that queer for? One more time. What are you bumming around with that queer for? Because uh, he's one of my dearest friends, and I think he's super funny. And he's Why are you rolling your eyes? Oh, my God. Why don't you just screw him already? <laughs> well, he's married. Uh, I'm not a In a wrestling way. Oh. Well, what about your brother? You you Are you even upset that your brother's not around anymore? D- David Hebner? Yes, Dave Hebner. Well, you're all bummed that these other guys are leaving. Like, why don't you go screw them? I've already screwed enough people, my career, okay? Oh. I'm Earl Hebner, and I screw whoever I need to. I'm just following rules and keeping it real. You're not following the rules. You're, you're, you're looking at the rules and then blatantly breaking all them. All right, by definition, I am breaking the rules and screwing people over. Fair enough. But I just want to take this moment to tell you that Earl Hepner would like to audition to be on Curtain Jerks. Okay, what are you going to bring to the table, Earl? Well, uh, insightful wrestling commentary, uh, sensitivity. Okay. Uh, away with the ladies. Away with the ladies? No, I'd like them to stick around. <laughs> I, I do not want them sent away. Away with the way I send them away. I get them so hot and bothered they have to get away from me. No, that sounds terrible. How about this? Okay. How about this? Okay. Uh, intro the show again, and I'll be all happy and you'll be scarred up. So you want me to do the intro for the show, and then you're going to join in? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm oh, the screwer. Oh, he am I like the energy. I think it's a little grandiose. Uh, I don't think there's Do any reason be- for you to take off your referee shirt, whip it around, and throw it in my face. Can I have my show back? Yes, yes, here you go. Do you want me to try it again and be a little bit more grim? If you want to, how about just somewhere in the middle between grim and overly excited? Okay. 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 Uh, hey everyone, welcome to the Curtain Jerks uh, right here. You sound sad. I am sad. Earl, Steve is leaving. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Okay, let me try it again. Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Earl the Brain Hebner. What? You're Earl the Brain Hebner? Yeah, because it's the podcast. It's the uh, speech uh, it's the it's the vocal theater. It's the speech. Yeah. Okay. My mouth is my instrument, and I must clean out the spit god. I spit valve. I think. Gotta polish the old silver. Uh, Earl, look, I don't know. 
I fear that maybe you're driving everybody away in TNA, and I'd hate for you to do that in this show, and then the show becomes yours. Well, pretty lofty accusations, Scott Nava of the Cotton Jerks. One more time. Pretty lofty accusations, Scott Nava of the Cotton Jerks. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's either that or you would. Ha- I accept you being here each and every week. And then you have to be here each and every week. No, I have to go for personal projects. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, Earl. Do you were you just gonna get back in your chicken coop, or are you gonna? <laughs> I've upgraded. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I've got myself a fist tank. What? A fist tank. A fist tank. A fist tank. A fist tank. Yeah. What is that? The tiny aluminum ammo cans that I put on my fists that I then wear inside the, the chicken coop. Okay. Well, Earl. And so I don't scratch myself when I go to bed. <laughs> Earl, I'm glad to hear that things are moving up for you, and I'm sorry to hear that so many people are leaving TNA. Yeah, me too. Is there ever a chance you go back to WWE? Oh, God. I wish they stopped responding to my faxes. <laughs> well, uh, maybe you should email them. No, no, no. I have Vince McMahon's private fax number, and I know he still uses it. How do you know that? Because he sends me pictures of his penis. That he draws? No, he faxes them. (laughs) And that's Vince McMahon's penis? I can only assume so. So you don't think it's anybody else in the office that just happens to be faxing their penis? Well, I would feel incredibly betrayed if it wasn't Vince McMahon's penis. (laughs) If I was getting faxes from... Triple H's penis, I guess I would be pretty disturbed. Does it look like a sledgehammer? Yes. That's Triple H's penis. Oh, darn it. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. I've been using those pictures as proof of my own penis for the way with the ladies, but they find it to be sexually suggestive and assaulty. As proof of your own penis? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I need documented proof of my penis. You have a penis, don't you? Yes, of course I do. Well, that's your documented proof. Oh, how are you going to get a notary to sign your own penis, Scott well, Nava? No, take a look. Oh, well. March, tw- March 19th, 2016. Yeah, they just sign up towards the top of the shaft. Now, is that so you can travel? Why do you need it to be uh, accredited? Why would you have it on paper, Earl? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I just, do what my, I just do what my lawyer, Joseph Park, tells me to do. Oh, wow. I wouldn't listen to that guy. He told me to come on today and audition after telling you about the TNA losses. Well, look, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that things are really rough in TNA right now and really shaky that all the talent's leaving, but hopefully you stick around if that's what you want. I'll do what I can. Okay. Thanks for stopping by, Earl. You're welcome. Earl's got to understand that at the end, you got to, I mean, if you're, you got to say it into the mic, he was just trailing off and leaving. Yeah. Uh, it sounded like you were in the middle of complimenting me before he interrupted, but did you forget what you were saying? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, you know, the proof will soon be in pudding form that will be available somewhere. I mean, that's the hope of what Dave made amazes is the movie you co-wrote and helped build with your actual hands yeah it's still going i worked on that just this last sunday we did pickup shots and did a lot of special effects work so i mean that's that's the start of it right there and i i I would like to think that a lot of the listeners are you know wanting to see that whenever you've talked about potential movies with wrestlers in it of just you come up with ideas where it's like i don't know dinosaur and a fucking guitar and i don't know steve rockasaurus rex (laughs) god damn it (laughs) Uh, uh, for new listeners, it's the most rock you're going to get in the stone age. Steve, uh, create a movie for Dean Ambrose. Um, so like my immediate reaction would be like a movie called like Dean Ambrose. And it's about him being crazy, but being on like tour with the WWE. Mm -hmm. But I think he would benefit more from being in a Terminator movie as one of the soldiers that gets sent back in time. Okay, so yeah. he's a f- future rebel. Oh, maybe? No, yeah. I was thinking he could be a weird, like, busted, malfunctioning Terminator oh. that goes back in time, and then they have to send all these other Terminators to go back and stop him. So, like, the first, like, beginning of the movie is, like, the kid who discovers Dean Ambrose's malfunctioning Terminator robot, but then, like, Dean takes a big bump somewhere. Like, he falls out of, falls out of a treehouse, and his, like, programming kicks back in, <laughs> and... uh 
he like has to defend Skynet or he has to defend John Connor or Sarah Connor or something along those lines. And they send back this group of Terminators to kill him. Okay. And I think those Terminators should be other wrestlers, Scott. Oh, such as? Uh, who do you like? So like as a Terminator, you don't have to do a lot, but you have to be solemn, right? It's like, yes. it's not a non-acting job. You still have to be present. Right. The people that go like Arnold's not doing anything. He's just. Like he's, he's acting like a robot, which is not doing anything. He's I disagree. Like, yeah, he looks I totally like, disagree. Yeah, he looks like Michael Myers. He looks like a, a more of a psychopath than anything. Mm-hmm. It's not feeling. It's not nothing. Yeah, you can't react to things because you're just a computer absorbing information. Yeah, so like, which wrestlers would you want to see in that role? Like, I kind of want to see somebody, like even Braun Strowman, if they like, they he finally went through several different programs and they gave him a push or whatever. And then they changed him and he joined right to censor or something like Braun mm-hmm. Strowman with like a crew cut, small <laughs> mustache, giant janitor Terminator. Right. But he's like a fucking monster. Cause that's what I wanted to see lately is like, I don't, I want to see a big guy, bad guy, but I don't want to see him be cut. I want him to just be, I want to see him be bulk. like bulk. I want to see him be like the bad guy in a, who's like a bully. Like there's no way you can beat him up. But, like, eventually they stop him. I want to see the big, like, barrel-chested guy who's, like, smushing people's faces and stuff. It's not that okay. he's just a bully. He's a monster. I'd like to see Kofi Kingston be a T-1000. Oh, yeah. Super agile as well as the liquid metal. Yeah, like, he runs and then jumps and then, you know, maybe, like, breaks himself apart into two pieces. So that way he's, you know, two different types of metal. Uh, Kofi Kingston doing parkour, but with, like, multiple limbs. Mm. like like dagger arms and stuff like that so these so <laughs> braun Strowman and kofi kingston are the terminators that come back from the future to stop this malfunctioning dean ambrose and i think the reveal is because he's a malfunctioning terminator that's gone back in time he's messing up the time like stream for everyone so the terminator send people back and then the rebels send people back and everybody's trying to stop this crazy dean ambrose terminator from ruining the future for everybody so now we're in the new timeline that didn't exist in Terminator Genesis or T2. Can I throw something out at you? Yeah. Lucha Terminators. Yeah, I love it. I think that's really cool. I think anytime... So when their skin gets exposed, it's a lucha mask? Yeah, just but glowing. Yeah, (laughs) a glowing robotic lucha mask. Yeah, like all the colors of the mask are actually light up. (laughs) (laughs) I like that a lot. All right. Yeah. So, so like it, it feels like at the beginning it's kind of this hokey like ET sort of short circuit vibe mm-hmm. with the kid, but when Dean Ambrose gets like falls out of the the tree and he like resets, that's when it gets super crazy and cool because that's when the other Terminators show up. But he murders that kid, right? I'm going back and forth on it. Really want that kid out of the narrative, but I feel like you're going to lose a lot of cool points if Dean Ambrose kills him. We're going to shoot it both ways. Yeah, we'll shoot both ways. Um. Yeah, so, you know, working on movies and doing that stuff. And, of course, you are a married man as well. Everyone who I'm podcasting with uh, over these years have become married uh, people. So that's another big part of your life. It's hard. You're going mm-hmm. to have the kids? Uh, not for a while. Okay. I think we both have talked about it, and it's honestly, like, it's super selfish. But I think at the same time, like, I have so little time that if we had a kid right now, like I would have even less time and not in terms of because I'm taking care of a kid, but I would just then hunker down and probably get a normal job just to raise as much money to sure. support a family. Like trying to do, it's really hard for me to justify artistic pursuits when you're trying to like support a family. No, that makes total sense. It's not. And I'm lucky because my wife is so supportive of me doing artistic things that that's why we're in Los Angeles and she gets really sick. Like and we're in Los Angeles just because of the pollution and things like that. So we're all, she's our like we're both already at a disadvantage being here. Me not pursuing those things is kind of like the greatest fuck you to anybody that believes in me or is like sacrifice anything for me to do the things that are important to me. So right. having a kid would be like, well, then I would immediately go into sacrifice mode. Just be like, this tiny human needs to be supported to the best of my ability to not be an asshole, not be impoverished, and be healthy. I mean. I think you're saying the exact same things that Matt Hardy says about Maxell. Yeah, absolutely. And we got a cat, and that fucker is just an asshole. I've never met Dreyfus. Yeah, he's a great cat. He looks like a cat that you'd see in, like, stock images of a cat. I think he's gorgeous, but I've never seen a more boring-looking cat in my life. He's boring-looking? He's a prototypical cat. Like, it's not a cat with, like, a weird face or, like, with character. No character. I've never seen a picture anything of this cat. 
Like Josh, do you have, do you have photos of your cat? Oh, of course I do. Uh, Josh Callahan's pickles or pancake? Both of his cats are weird looking in the sense that they have character. They're cat characters. Mm-hmm. My cat pancake looks like Two Face from Batman. I believe it. Uh, pancake has like different splits of fur on the face directly down the center, both brown and white. And then pickles, pickles is just a fucking asshole. <laughs> All right, I see that. Yes, a a normal. By the numbers, cat. That's my wife. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Tell Chelsea to stop getting all that surgery. (laughs) She doesn't need it. I like my cat women. (laughs) Oh, with bruises on them. Uh, You know, I feel like that's always going to be misconstrued, but I see and buy it. No, I, I mean, think of all the things that have been revealed and talked about over the time of this where it's... We've always talked about off air, like, I don't know, do we talk about that personally or do we just do wrestling stuff? Well, we always pre-talk and then if we end up talking about something in the show, I feel like there's always value in it because we felt the need to talk about it. Just the same as shitting on Greyhound buses. (laughs) I mean, I'll get into that stuff more and more because, I don't know, for some reason I find it more therapeutic to talk about it to people that are listening and, uh, you know, might take something away from it by me just talking about it out loud with a friend rather than... Sometimes talking about with a friend where it feels very vulnerable. Well, so I think it's both. I think there's a distance in people that know us as these personas. And they're they're tuning... By tuning in, they've already sort of accepted that's like, well, I might not hear about wrestling right now, but I'm listening, you yeah. know? And I think that's for regulars. And I think for... As talkers, we sort of feel like, well... If they've already given us their trust and confidence to just talk... They, they like that we go in the way that we do then there's a little bit of confidence in us to be vulnerable. And with friends, like one-on-one, it's like there's contact. You can sort of gauge the situation and you Mm -hmm. want to be there for the other person. But when you're talking into a microphone, it's going to go out into the ether and, you know, go over to Ethernet, (laughs) Steve. Oh, sorry. Ethernet. Go over the Ethernet. Right, right. Uh, But yeah, I mean, when you go, I know I won't change the policy of having an open door. The door will always be open for guests to come in. The door will always be open for you to come in. Great. Uh, the only thing I may stop, though, is I feel like we've been getting an influx of lawyers in here, and it just makes me uncomfortable because well, I don't, I, I, you know, Taz got upset at, at this show a while back, and it's like, ah. That's the controversy, Scott. That's the danger of having a show where we can just talk about whatever we want. I think at any time, we can piss off the wrong person, and they could be litigious. And Eric Bischoff is full of shit. Controversy creates cash. I didn't see dime one from Taz being all upset about this show. You know what? Maybe he should have done a documentary about it or something like that. Just a real takedown of the curtain jerks dorks. (laughs) Uh, Curtain dorks. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, that's very, very funny. But you know what else is very, very funny? Um, Hi, David Houston, Hulk Hogan's lawyer. Ah, I was going to say, you look like a lawyer. God damn it. Yeah, well, uh, I am. Please don't knock on the table that that transfers through the audio. Oh, does it? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Please don't do that. Sorry, I had to try it a second time. I'm a lawyer. I always, I I love to take risks, but I always like to make sure they're calculated. David Houston, you're Hulk Hogan's lawyer? Yeah. Or are you Terry Bollea's lawyer? Oh, very clever. I like what you did there. Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea together really skirt the lines of reality celebrité, so I guess you could say both. Okay. Um, but Hulk Hogan is a fictional character with a ten-inch penis. I don't know how to. I don't know how to acknowledge that Hulk Hogan is a fictional character with a ten-inch penis. Yes, the character of Hulk Hogan has a ten-inch penis. Is that? normal or is that when fully aroused are you asking like average or for all people or do you mean specifically for hulk hogan is it a 10 inch wanger and then when he gets turned on it turns into a 14 inch rager yeah i don't know if it's a 24 inch python at any point in there i'm i'm just very curious well personally i haven't seen it but i do know that the fictional differences between the hulk hogan character and terry belaya the man aren't just below the belt okay uh i know you recently wrapped the case i don't know what do you what's the terminology well we were awarded 115 gamillion dollars 115 gamillion and a 25 gamillion more in punitive damages do you want to explain this do you want to explain what happened in this trial for those that may not really know? i mean i could try but i'm really excited about it i'm not even really sure what happened i just know we've got 
$140 million at her disposal. Um, I was going to not mention this, but um, you're walking around with a gigantic check. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, in Florida, they do things a little differently. <laughs> so you've traveled all the way from Florida to California with this giant check? This is my carry-on. I hate to say it, but I did fold it in half. Okay. Um, you won the case uh, the, from Gawker, correct? So this is the breakdown. Okay. Uh, Terry Balea, my client, mm-hmm. had his rights impugned upon. When a sex tape of his, which was filmed without his knowledge or consent, Mm -hmm. was then broadcast in a truncated form on Gawker Media. This showed nudity. This showed private conversations. This showed private genitals. This showed Hulk Hogan without a bandana. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And it was under Gawker's assumption and outright malicious intent to impugn my client, Hulk Hogan. I mean, Terry Bollea. Well, okay, uh, you know, they were... Scott Narver, Steve Sears of The Curtain Jerks, this is about privacy, uh-huh. this is about celebrity, yeah. this is about gotcha media, yeah. this is about tabloidism, uh-huh. this is about privacy rights, uh-huh. this is about celebrities and what they're deserving yes. of, yes. and this is about $140 million. That number seems very high for what happened. Oh, it's high. <laughs> it's very high. And just... Uh, that last part, I, I would dispute. I don't know if it was just. I mean, wouldn't you have been happy with... Uh, 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 I, I notice uh, uh, the the pay to the order of uh, David Houston on the O of Houston. You've made into a lipstick mouth, and you're making out with it right now. Sorry, I forgot I brought my girlfriend with me. This giant check for $140 million. Now, wait, how much of that does Hulk Hogan get? Oh, well, the majority of it was awarded to the Terry Balea estate. But as a lawyer working for Mr. Hogan, longtime fan, big-time lawyer, David Houston, (laughs) uh, you could say I'm getting a percentage of that shit, bitch. How much are you getting? I'm guessing in the mill, gamils. So get a gamil here or there. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. I'm getting 30 gamil. I bet I'm getting 30 gamil in this. You're getting 30 gamillion dollars? I got to check my contracts, but I'm going to say it right now. I'm calling it 30 gamil. Now you're you're just unbuttoning your suit and crumpling it and throwing it on the ground. Yeah. Don't need this shit anymore. The next suit I have is going to be made out of pure silk paper imported from Japan. Uh, I'm going to have Emperor Hirohito's moccasins for my gloves. <laughs> okay. You won the case. I think that's a very extravagant amount of money. I think maybe I don't know, ten million dollars, whatever he could have made in the in the contract of WWE over the course of a year's time or so when he wasn't working. Personal there. suffering. <laughs> Personal suffering. Well, he did say some terrible racist things that were recorded. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, look. By no means would receiving this amount of money somehow damage Gawker enough to take attention away from the fact that Hulk Hogan said the N-word plenty of times and how disgusted he was that his white daughter was going to be fucked by a bunch of N-words, okay? (laughs) There's no reason to bring that up, Scott Narver and Steve Sears of the Curtain Tricks. There's no reason to bring up that Terry Bollea, the man specifically, is a terrible fucking racist. We're talking about Hulk Hogan, the celebrity with the 10-inch penis and the 140 gamillion dollars. So you're saying that you find Terry Bollea to be an irreputable person, but Hulk Hogan is a wonderful character? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm I, that would be, I, I wouldn't be saying that. Okay. As a lawyer, <laughs> I shouldn't even be here talking about the case. I'm confused. Why are you here talking about the case? Uh, I just, uh, I thought I'd show up. <laughs> Have you ever listened to the show? Curtain Jerks? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I thought you guys were a punk band. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then a lovely stewardess on the flight told me that I was thinking... uh, What did I say? Stewardess. Whatever. (laughs) I was told that I was thinking of the circle jerks. Ah, okay. Yes. There's oftentimes jokes when people don't know our show that it's like, oh, yeah, circle jerks. Like, What do you do? Jack off and come on the curtains and then they're all stuck together and you can't open them anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Hulk Hogan did? 
Is that what happened? Is that where his ejaculate went? I've that only was, seen the truncated version. That of the tape. was on the uh, deleted scene from No Holds Barred. Oh, yeah. guys, look, a million dollars. That's times a hundred and forty. What are you gonna do with this money? What are you and Terry Bollea gonna do with this money? That is way too much money for Hookers one person. And to have. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. And some tanning and a big old yellow speedboat for the old Houstonmeister. Okay, and then what's Terry Bollea going to get with his money? He's going to revamp Trouble in Paradise. What? Yeah. Trouble in Paradise? What'd I say? Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> but the revamp yeah. is Trouble in Paradise. It's the PG version. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what was the other version? Was it Thunder in Paradise? Yeah, no, but what? TV 14 on the Superstation. Was it? Yeah. I feel like that wasn't around then, but okay. Hey, look. You know what's important? No. $140 million. You know what even more important than that? What? Hulk Hogan's new racist show, Trouble in Paradise. Oh, it's a racist show? Yeah. No, that's terrible. You can't fund a racist show. Hey, I, it's his money. He's doing it. Oh, that's terrible. You can't... You can't... Look, why, why not bring back Hogan's Beach? Why not his restaurant? Oh, I forgot about Hogan's Beach. That was a great restaurant. <laughs> why? I loved eating there. Why? Because I ate for free. I was his lawyer. Oh, okay. It was wonderful. All Got right. the sushi burger. Don't forget the spaghetti and... Chopsticks, what? as well as the French fried egg rolls. It sounds like you never ate that. I've never eaten in my at Hogan's Beach. Look, I'm... They served everything on a surfboard, and I always wanted to surf, and I just... I never showed up. I think you got way too much money for a celebrity. I am a big fan of Hulk Hogan. It's a shame of what he said and did everything, but that is way too much money for you to have. Maybe Gawker did a terrible thing by recording him and releasing it, but that is too much money. You should give some of that to charity. I wish I could. But I'll just point this out right now. Hulk Hogan will probably spend all that money and make a bunch of bad business deals anyway and be back where he was two months anyway. All right. I'm his lawyer. I really, really shouldn't have said that. Well, uh, you know, we, we're not going to edit that out. We're just going to keep that in there. I can't force you to edit it out. I'm a lawyer, not a jackboot thug. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Thanks. Gamillion. All right, take your gigantic check and please zip up your pants and get out of here. Thank you. Come with me, darling. <laughs> oh, boy. That guy's a real piece of work. Uh, David Houston, Hulk Hogan's lawyer. What do you think? Uh, Not I, enough? Too much? I don't know. I, If I could afford him, I, I would I would I'd like him to be my lawyer. Do you have a pending lawsuit coming? No, I don't think so. Scott, do I? I don't know. <laughs> have you ever said N-bomb on this show? I don't think so. I know we said the actual word before. Yeah. It was a good episode. It was a good episode. Yeah. I mean... Daring! <laughs> One might even say daring! Um, Nothing like two white guys saying the N-word on the radio. That's right. Because we can. Because it's internet radio. Nobody cares. No, yeah, that's true. Nobody yeah. cares. If anything was to happen for either of us to run for public office, the nobody cares line would be like... <laughs> In their deposition, both Scott and Steve both said nobody cares when, in fact, people do care. When they were talking about that, N-words don't care. Yeah. Presidential Meaning they have less feelings than the rest of us. Like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not what I meant. Presidential nominee Scott Narver is now reacting to audio tapes from the Curtain Jerks radio podcast. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Narver, at which point did you say, find a book, jack off in it, and then read it? Uh, I would like to uh, <laughs> say it was an open-door policy, and at the time, that was Joseph Park that came in and said that. That was not me. Uh, the Two different people entirely. And what size is Joseph Park's penis? Um, hardcore large. And your penis, sir? Um, average at best. Great. Now the Twitter-induced poll will measure Scott Narver's scrotum. <laughs> Um, that is the hellish futurescape that we have waiting for us. Blessed Twitter. <laughs> blessed be thy Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, follow us at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. We're on the uh, Steve Sears Farewell Tour, so, you know, send send your uh, Steve tweets uh, pretty soon. Because then he, he definitely won't check the Twitter account after that. Yeah, then we'll, we'll decide which is our favorite hashtag for me leaving. <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be a lot of fuck you, Steve Sears, and goodbye. Yeah, could be. Uh, let me see. Uh, L I E T Z K E K. Leeds kick. Uh, says, as far as wrestling, is there any way possible that Roman Reigns does not get booed in Dallas? 
he's gonna get booed, but not everybody will boo him. It's just those it's those twenty to thirty year old bass boos that'll boo him really hard. I'm guessing it's gonna be a lot of people booing him in Dallas. Like I don't know. I mean, you know how you want to get uh, Roman Reigns to not boo in Dallas? You have him go out on the ramp during his crazy intro, and he takes a mic, and he's like, stop my music, stop my music. Yeah. I'm giving my title shot to Dean Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> boo that you didn't do it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, he'll never be happy. We'll never be happy, wrestling fans. Admit it right now. We'll never be happy. Yeah. I think partially what will get him booed is people will think it's really cool to see Triple H in the ring again. Yeah. And his champ and being a total asshole. Like him doing that uh, a couple weeks back when he did the Roman Reigns uh, shotgun fist pump, when he mimicked that, and then he went, suck it. Yeah. You could have been a really big Roman Reigns fan, and if you liked Triple H at all, in that moment you go, that guy, that guy's fucking got it. I like that guy a lot. That guy got you bad, Roman Reigns. Yeah, and Roman Reigns doesn't get him back in that same way. Well, so that's like what's always weird about these kind of buildups where it's like you're not sure what they're going to do. If Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker is a huge match, which it will be, yes. you're going to feel conflicted the whole fucking time no matter what, right? Right. If Shane McMahon wins, he gets control of Monday Night Raw. Yay! Yay! But The Undertaker never wrestles at WrestleMania again. Boo! So that's one of those things where it's like... And his last opponent was Shane McMahon. Yeah. And so if Undertaker wins, yeah, okay. What about Shane McMahon? Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. See you later. Thanks for selling 20,000 seats that weren't sold before. Yeah, so there's like, that's one of those things where I love matches where you can like pick your side and who you want to root for. In a lot of ways, I think Brock Lesnar versus Undertaker was that way, except that I didn't like Brock Lesnar winning so much. (laughs) Uh, But those are like weird matches. But when you have so much hinging on it, it's like, so if they win, we lose. And if they win, we lose. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you're a smart enough fan, you don't just go for the ride. Yeah. You're thinking six pay-per-views ahead and going, well, that's going to fuck up what Sami Zayn's got going on if Shane McMahon comes in and, uh, uh, yeah. uh it's ruining everything. I mean, if anything, well, Shane McMahon wrestling would be great. I, I'm messing it up. I'd love to see Shane McMahon wrestle again. I also would love for him to have, like, pick his horse. You know, the guy who's, like, wrestling for Shane McMahon. I see. I think that's pretty cool, too. And I think you can get more mileage out of it that way, also. Mm-hmm. Um, Who would, if you... Sami Zayn, dude! <laughs> <laughs> so if you were Shane McMahon, that would be your horse? No. <laughs> Kevin Owens would be a really good pick, too. Like, yeah. a real powerhouse. So you can pick one of those new guys who was like, that guy's tearing it up. Mm-hmm. That guy's got a wonderful move. Call it the Let's call it the Crippler Crossface. <laughs> oh, that kid. That kid's good. Yeah, he's going somewhere. Actually, I bet you Triple H will bust that out. Yeah, he did. It. He's been doing it recently. Yeah, that's that's his thing now. Um, and you know, speaking of WrestleMania, uh, there is a match that is gaining a lot of momentum, big time. Uh, two weeks ago on Raw, we had Dean Ambrose in the back, and Mick Foley popped by in the locker room, gave him a present, gave him a cool Mick Foley promo, and then uh, gave him a hardcore barbed wire bat. Nice. Because this crowbar wasn't going to do it. And I thought a crowbar was a cool weapon. Me too. I was, I'm like, yeah, I'm on board for that against uh, Brock Lesnar. And I was like, oh, well, I guess he doesn't have a signature weapon now of a crowbar. That's too bad. So he has a, uh, a barbed wire bat. And it's like, well, uh, Dean, don't wear a shirt at that show. Otherwise, you're getting hit with it. Yeah. Because Brock's not going to get hit. No. And then uh, this past week on Raw, Terry Funk. Stopped by, gave him a chainsaw, and also said some really cool shit in his Terry Funk way. Soft-spoken, but very dangerous. And we got one more Raw until WrestleMania, so... Who's going to show up, Scott? I don't know. Look, I think there's a great opportunity here for WWE to really take it to the next level. Hey, man. Uh, oh, hey, how are you doing, guys? Hey, Jake the Snake Roberts. Thank hey, you guys. so much for joining hey, us. Hey, man, it's great to be here, man. Just, yeah. uh, let me... Oh, God. I just need to take a swig of this, man. Yeah, water, right? Yes. Yeah. Water, right? That is water. Don't don't fuck with me, man. Scott, this did you water, bring right? that water? Yeah, yeah, that's water. Straight okay. up. All right. Good. Mm. Uh, I got a little cotton mouth, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, cotton mouth. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, uh, you, you got to run through the promotion stuff again. You know, they give you lines. Oh, they dry you out. Lines. Yeah, it gets you all cotton mouth Oh, out, man. you're running lines for what? For 
For WWE Raw? Yeah, for Monday Night Raw, man. Are you the magical third? I'm the third guy, You're man. the third fa- fairy godmother to Dean Ambrose? What? Fairy godmother. What do you mean? Like, no, man, I ain't got no wings, man. I ain't going to come in yeah, there but you're and cast going, a magic spell and all that stuff. But you're going in there and you're bestowing knowledge. I should say, are you the third wise man to bestow gifts upon Dean Ambrose? Oh, on this, like bringing on this frankincense holy and cocaine and all that stuff? Golden no, man, I'm off the stuff now, man. I don't do any of that. I'm not right, going to bring right, drugs right. or any of that stuff, man. I don't want to do that. I got to take a piss test when I get in there, man. I know, I know. Well, I'm happy to hear that you're clean. What are you bringing for Dean Ambrose? Oh, man, for Dean Ambrose. Okay. I don't know if you know about this, man. He's going to be fighting Brock Lesnar, man. Yes, it's a huge match at you WrestleMania. See that guy? Yeah. I mean, he's a big guy. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm a fairly big guy. You know, from the 80s, we're all big guys. You yeah. Know, that's a big guy right there, man. By the way, thank you for wearing the snakeskin vest today with the green. I appreciate it. Hey, I knew you like it, man. I love it. Yeah. I love those boots. Hey, these are cool boots, man. Oh, my God, those boots. I'm the snake, but I also kill them and wear them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So he's fighting Brock Lesnar. Big dude, right? Real big. Real big. Uh-huh. You got to have a weapon, right? Yeah. Like, I, I heard I heard what, you know, Cactus gave him. Yeah, so Cactus Jack gave him the baseball bat with the barbed wire. Yeah, that ain't going to work. Man. And then Terry Funk gave him a chainsaw. That ain't going to work either, man. Yeah. That's murder. That is murder. You can't do that, man. No, that's too dangerous. No, you got to. See, the whole thing is you, you got to you gotta humiliate Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah, okay. So you got to use your weapon. Yeah. So I got him I got him this bottle of Viagra. Right? For... For Dean Ambrose? Yeah, for Dean Ambrose. Okay. For his penis. Yeah. You know, his, his, his dick. Oh, so Dean Ambrose has to use his weapon. Yeah, man. Oh, no, you don't give you don't give a big rhinoceros Viagra, oh, man. You're telling me Dean Ambrose isn't taking that, he's not smashing Brock Lesnar over the head with the Viagra and then putting a bunch of pills down his mouth? No, man, that's dangerous. That You'll you'll die that way. That's also murder. That's worse than using a chainsaw on him. Oh, wow. No, man, he's going to take this whole bottle of Viagra, uh-huh. man. Gonna get his hormones rage, man. He's not gonna feel any pain, and he's gonna have a raging boner, right? Yeah, yeah. And then so that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna have to just take Brock Lesnar by force and just rape him in front of a hundred thousand people. Wow. What's Paul Heyman gonna do, man? What is he gonna say stuff? He's not gonna kill his boner, man. He's just gonna give it to Brock, and Brock's gonna tap out, man. You think that Brock Lesnar is gonna tap out because Dean Ambrose is going to fuck him so hard? He's gonna fuck him so hard for such a long time. That's the thing. Viagra makes you go for a long time. So if it's not, if he just gets it in a little bit, it's like, oh, big deal, whatever, man. But after you after you've been fucked for forty five minutes dry, I can tell you, man, you don't want to be there anymore. I honestly- look in my eyes. <laughs> look in my eyes when you get fucked for four hours. And there's no moisture left except for the blood. You quit. I don't doubt it. Uh, honestly, I think... It doesn't matter how many people are there, how many people chant your name to stay in it. You quit, man. You see a demon, and that demon is inside you, scraping away at your insides. He thought diverticulitis was bad? No way, man. No way. When he gets raped by Dean Ambrose, man, he's going to lose. Now, do you think for such a controversial match, they might put that on last? What do you mean controversial? It's no DQ, man. <laughs> it's no DQ. You got to win any way you can. How are you, how are you going to win against Brock Lesnar? Are yeah. you going to tape up your fists? <laughs> Honestly. That's making it smooth going right into his rectum, man. I'm trying He's going to gonna think, enjoy that. I'm trying to think of the last person who pinned Brock Lesnar, and I think it was... No, I can only think of John Cena hitting him in the face with a lock. Yeah, that guy's super strong. Yeah, it's Super Cena. He's That's super right. strong. Of course, he can lift him up, pick him around. You seen Dean Ambrose? Man, he ain't that big. I'm bigger than Dean. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't advocate rape in any circumstance. What are you talking about? It's WrestleMania. <laughs> I know it's WrestleMania. You gotta pull out all the stops, you know? Even at the granddaddy of them all, I still don't advocate it. But I have to say, you make a very compelling argument. I imagine Brock Lesnar would probably tap. Yeah. Or that they'd raise his hand three times and it would drop without... Yeah, yeah, man. That's the way to go. So that's what that's what I got set on Monday Night Raw. They gave me some lines, but I'm going to change it up last minute. You know what, Jake? I think uh, innovation's really big in this business. They want me to give them a can with a penny in it. <laughs> what, to like scare Brock Lesnar like yeah, a cat? Yeah, that's the weapon that they want me to give them, man. I um, said... I this said, this fucking writing staff, Scott. That's what I said. Can you can you believe this, Scott? Can you believe it, man? That's oh. what I'm saying. Like, give me a high five on that. Jake, every time that you come in and you reveal these parts of the writing staff, Scott and I just always get so fired up about the their creative uh, direction. Yeah, they're gonna scare him like he's a big cat, man. No, man, rape him for four hours until he quits. 
You know what? I think it would really change. That's what we do in the territory days. I was about to say, things were different in the territory days. It would definitely start a conversation about something truly horrific. Yeah. And yeah, I think you'd immediately be set up for a rematch at Next Mania, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Brock's going to have to retaliate real hard. Yeah. Real hard. Uh, Jake, thank you very much for sharing. You know what? I always love to have the curtain pulled back a little bit and know what's coming up. So thank you for the preview for hey, next no Monday problem, Night's man. Run. That's the go-home show for Mania, isn't it? Yeah, that's the go-home show, man. I mean, I think you guaranteed a lot of coverage. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, I just, I, you know, trying to trying to bring in all the people. You don't know, bring... It's nice to see all the dads and the moms and the and kids. The kids, yeah. You know, all showing up to the show. You know, just see them all having a good time at the show. Hey, uh, while I got you, how do you feel about Dean Ambrose having that sort of super sick DDT? I feel like there's kind of shades of Jake the Snake in there also. Wait, what's that? Doesn't he have a DDT move? Is he doing DDT? I thought he was doing the DDT, yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh, Jake. Fuck that guy. I'm not doing this, man. <laughs> what are you, you just... I'm saving my idea. <laughs> hey, I'm going to give it to Roman Reigns. A lot of people have been doing the DDT. No, What? Yeah, tons of people Where? doing the DDT. I mean, I haven't seen it all the WWE, WWE, WCW, ROH, TNA, New Japan. Yeah. Oh, fuck. what's reality anymore? Oh, fuck this, man! I'm gonna go get loaded. Oh no, Jake! Oh no, man! No, Jake! No, Jake! Fuck Jake. them! Jake he took my move. No, it's all Jake. whiskey and coke for me. No, Jake, just you know, Bye. think it over. <laughs> oh shit! Shit, Scott! Scott, I gotta stop him. What? what I happened? can't have him backslide. Jake the Snake's a national hero. What happened? He Did said you he's... offer him water? I yeah. Oh, well, didn't then I? What's the problem? Oh, you no, know, because he he didn't know that people were doing the DDT, and he said fuck that, and I went, I don't know what the sobriety situation is anymore. Oh, great! What way to tell him that? I'm gonna page DDP, you know, and I'm gonna solve this all right now. Okay. All right. Nine one one, call me back. Oh, good. Now he knows it's important. Yeah. That four one three. What's 413? Oh, shit. Did I mean 415? Which one's information? How do you say info needed? 411. Oh, God. Now he's going to think I want bananas. <laughs> Is that what that means? 413 and 415. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bananas either peeled or not peeled. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week is our five-year jerk anniversary. Curtain jerk's been going on for five years now. Can you believe it? I can't. It's been crazy. We've moved from headquarters <laughs> to headquarters. I literally can't believe it. It's it's crazy to think about we've been doing it for that long. It's 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 wonderful. And for those of you that have been along this whole time, you know, we'll have some nice things to say next week, and we'll, we'll bring you a hell of a show uh, leading up to WrestleMania. Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com. Use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S. Get 10% off your first loot. YouTube.com slash OnYourMarkShow. We got Roderick Strong, Sammy Callahan. Soon Jack Evans will be on there. Um, hilarious interviews with Marky Extreme. If you haven't seen it at this point, you guys are missing out. YouTube.com slash OnYourMarkShow. The greatest uh, backyard wrestler in all the world interviewing today's top wrestling stars. 16 Bits Podcast, the podcast I do with Josh Callahan. Uh, very funny stuff available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Check that out. And also with AfterBuzz, SmackDown AfterBuzz Show, and Wrestling Compadres Slamcast. This week, Kurt Angle is on the show. And talking about his, his uh, recent match and also his match, uh, the match with Shane McMahon and Undertaker coming up. And who he's picking on that. And like I said, the Dallas Comedy House uh, Improv Show, WrestleMania Weekend. Friday, April 1st, 11 p.m. Tweet me if you want tickets to the show. I will try and uh, get that info to you as quickly as possible. Again, Sammy Callahan, Dalton Castle, Christian Rosenberg, Shane Hartline, and myself. We're all confirmed. Uh, and then we got a few weeks left with Steve here in the studio. And uh, very exciting stuff. So I'm, uh, I, I won't get into it all now, but uh, soon to be. So send your tweets for Steve. Send your thoughts and send your rate and reviews from iTunes. Uh, email those to us or tweet them to us. And we're having our contest going right now. And I'll try and get as many prizes as possible to you lovely, lovely listeners. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. 
For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.